Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'm going to be the editor for tonight while Julia does the storytelling. In this episode, magical items are acquired, the group makes a new best friend, and Ganon wishes he could knock someone out. Welcome to Werewolf the Apocalypse, Viva Las Vegas, Episode 8. Werecrocs, Best Friends, and Cougars. I'll ask you this, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning or beginning of the end? Is this the end of the beginning? I'll ask you, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning or beginning of the end? The end of the beginning. How many tickets did you give me? 41. And I gave you 10. Is that 41 including the um, 10 that you gave, that I handed you back or not including? Not including. Thank you. So you have a total of 51. Yes. And I need 75. Yep. Uh, okay, Julia, I'm back and I can get it out. What was it that you needed me to roll for the, the Sylvian and the Umbra thing? Um... Well, they kind of just, I guess, I assume that everyone just tells you yeah, what what it does, uh, what it is. And there's a pair of Avengers sunglasses that they say that one of them tells you might help with slipping in and out of the Umbra. How many tickets is it? 25. I can play some more games and get you some tickets. Well, I mean, we, yeah, Brick did we, buy, we, like, we 60 extra tokens. Oh, no, wait, no, sorry, you guys got 50. How much did we get walking in? Uh, you got 20 tokens, not tickets. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I can if you want to go. And play- Britt had eight because she bought an extra 60. Because I bought extra points. Oh, I mean, they're like a punching bag game. Usually, they have those. Um, yeah, there's one of those. It's like a, uh, it's the little boxer. Yeah. One, the the, the the quick one. Yeah, and it and costs you two get, tokens get, to play. You get tickets from that. Yes, you do. Some of those games don't. It's based on your uh, punches per minute. Fantastic. I'm going to do that one. I'm going to do that one. So, roll me dex and brawl. Can do. Difficulty six. Can do. It's too bad I'm not in uh, Krenos form. (laughs) Well, damn. I'll do that one, too, when uh, Sigurd's done. Right? This is is why I was looking at my shit before deciding what game to play. I'm better at those things. There's also a driving game. And anyone with quick reflexes... I'm sorry, what about quick reflexes? Anybody with quick reflexes, um, you notice that there is that light ring game where it's based on how quickly you can smack the button at the right time. Done. Go into that. Okay. So Sigurd got, holy shit, two, four, (laughs) six successes. All right. As you do this, you go so quickly that it's having trouble keeping up and you just see the numbers just... And when it's done, it spits out 30 tickets. Fantastic. Emily, did you want to give that one a run as well? Uh, yes. What was it? It is Dex and Brawl. I pat her on the head and say, good luck, little one. <laughs> uh, he actually has to lower it so that it can reach you, because it's got, like, an adjustable arm on it. Jesus. Two, three, four su- successes. Alright, so you don't do quite as well as Seagard, but you get close, and it spits out another 25 tickets for you. Oh Yeah. I pat her on the head again. You did very well, little one. Uh, I'm gonna go play the driving game, I guess. Christina was next, and she was going to do the uh, light okay, game. You can let him roll for his real quick. I need to do something, so. Alright, Brendan, go ahead and roll me dex plus drive. Okay. One, two, 
three successes. All right, so you do really well, and it spits up uh, 15 tickets for you. This game only costs one to play. Okay. Um, does anyone else want to try uh, the, any of the other games? Like, any game that you guys can think of that would be in a Chuck E. Cheese. I'll just figure something, something out for you guys. Okay, roll. I I can roll now. What was it that you? Hang on, I'm sorry. Um, it's Dex and Alertness. Good. I'll roll those seven dice. Standard difficulty. I hope you guys are keeping track of the tickets because I totally am not. And uh, I got a not All right. Quaylen just makes a phone call. It's like, hey, so I've got some information on a new place, basically. And uh, a few moments later, Diarmid shows up with a car. And he, you guys get in. He's like, oh, fantastic. We're just in time. We're going to a Pogues concert. Hey, Julia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bye. 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 Uh, six successes. Holy shit! You jackpot it. Like a bunch of lights just start flashing, and it just goes ding, 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 and a hundred tickets pop out. So I want to take twenty-five of those, buy the sunglasses, and then give the rest to uh, Sigur. All right. So Sigur, you get uh seventy-five tickets from Odessa. Holy shit! So funny. I didn't need that much. So, uh, Christina, yeah, please put on your character sheet. On page 222, the Mirror Shades. It is a level one artifact. Or it's a level, I keep calling it an artifact, it's technically a fetish. Um, when activated, this pair of mirrored sunglasses produces produce a mirrored surface on the inside of the glasses, allowing the wearer to step sideways with ease. The gauntlet is considered too lower than it would otherwise be when doing so. So your, your difficulty is subtracted by two. Excellent. But yeah, uh, Odessa just goes up and says, like, here, I only need 25 of these. Take the rest of them. Oh my god. Uh, I also, because how many tokens did that take for me to play it? Um, it only cost you uh, three tokens. Okay, so I have 17 left. I'm just going to give the other ones to uh, Kaya and Foyland if she wanted to keep. Well, no, she left. So I give the other ones to Kaya. Uh, I'm actually going to give you 10. I'm going to give Ganon 7 because he seems like he's having fun with it. Okay. Like, like, you guys are... basically have free tokens to, to play with. How many other magical things are at the prize office? Is it All just right. the dice? I think it's just the dice, because who got... You took the poke flute, right? Uh, I was going to. All right. I hadn't gotten to there, because I was letting other people play their games. There's only two left. It's the poke flute and the pair of fuzzy dice. Okay. I'm going to win you some Yeah, I'm going to work on... Uh, is there, like, a... Is there like a melee game of any kind that where I can put my melee skill to good use? Sadly not. There's one that would be useful if you had firearms. They have the, the Area 51 game. I'm going back to Skee-Ball to win all the tickets for Ganon. There you go. I mean, I'm going to give him whatever tickets I don't need, so... Yeah, like, you might want to see how many you have left over once Seagard spends his. Yeah. Uh, wait. What if I did Whack-A-Mole? Would that count as melee? Yes. Haha! <laughs> Whack-A-Mole it is! Oh my god, you're so excited, and I love you. Um, so, real quick, so, Sigurd, you go to turn in your tickets? Yeah, and you said it was only 75? Mm-hmm. Okay, you so get... that means uh, he gets 81 tickets from me. Okay. On page 224 is the info for your artifact. It is called the Wind Whistle. Now, technically, um... this only works with snow. It is a level 3 artifact. A single long blow on this whistle will summon a freezing cold wind laced with snow. It will cover the tracks of the werewolf using the whistle and his pack if appropriate, 
while chilling the bones of any pursuers, costing them one die from every roll while they continue to pursue the owner of the wind whistle. The effects of the whistle last for one hour. So, it's basically because you're in the in the desert heat, it's going to do basically what you're going to will it to. So if you will into it uh, heat, it'll cause heat exhaustion as you're trying to be pursued, or if you are, like, if your emotions are running really cold and calculated, it'll bring an icy wind. Fantastic. Which stage was that on? 224 for the polka flute. Alright, Ganon, uh, how many tickets do you have currently? Uh, 15. I just gave you 81 tickets. Six. 96. <laughs> Alright, so you, you only tickets? need four more to get what you want. I'm winning you tickets. I got this. Go ahead I, I and just, roll me Dex just, and Athletics, uh, Britt. And if Ganon wants to go play Whack-A-Mole, he can. Because you guys can get other things that aren't uh, fetishes. Like, there's a couple of hoodies up there that are... Uh, there's like a Rick and Morty hoodie. There's a Legend of Zelda hoodie. There's a Pokemon backpack. There's um, a Attack on Titan uh, cell phone case. Like, just stuff that uh, older adults would want, but they don't want to pay a lot of money for in Hot Top. How many tickets to the cell phone case? Uh, Kaya got no successes. Oh, wait, no, you had a dif lower difficulty because you figured out the trick to it. So you got one, two, three, four, two successes. Um, 20 tickets pop out. Uh, which one were you looking for? The sick, the cell phone case? The Attack on Titan cell phone case? Hand yes. on my tickets again. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's 15 tickets. Okay, I'm going to play Whack-A-Mole so then I can get the fuzzy dice and the cell phone case. Okay. Uh, you're gonna roll me your decks and melee. Is there anything else that you guys would think would be appropriate in a Chuck E. Cheese? Like that, I'm not gonna give it stats, but if there's anything that your characters want to try and win, just let me know. That would be thematically appropriate. I got five successes to hit the mole. Okay, well, let's see. That is five, and each success gets you three, so you get 15. I think that should give me enough. Mm-hmm. So I go and get the fuzzy dice and the cell phone case. All right. Whoever is driving the car with the fuzzy dice in the mirror automatically gets plus three on all dice rolls. It is a custom fetish. I'm going to keep these on me for any time that Cypher isn't around. Good call. And we'll just make sure to hang the fuzzy dice up on whatever our escape vehicle is. Mm-hmm. All right. So Gus just kind of chuckles. He's like, man, you guys are having a lot of fun, ain't you? Bunch of were- it's not every day I get a bunch of werewolves wandering in here. I'm super happy, though. I was getting kind of bored with the locals. Bunch of bougie-ass Karens. Anyway, so, what's your name again? He points over to Cress. He's like, it was Cress, right? Yeah, I'm Cress. You, you manly- you, you, you drive a left to here? Yeah. Actually, I I'm more curious about the bottomless ball pit. Like, oh, oh, that's just my gator's ball. Okay. Did you let kids play it? Oh God, no! I seal it off when children come in. I'm a, I'm a jerk. I ain't a monster. Although it is real funny to watch what happens if they get slip a little too far under. Sometimes I'll lower the floor a little bit more, and see the moms panic. But I always raise it back up. I don't need any deaths on my property. Don't want the local sheriff's office sticking their nose in. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I was just curious. Oh no, that's fine. I'm a little curious too, Hanson. Uh, Chris just kind of shakes that off. 
<laughs> and it's like, but yeah, your our driver did leave us here, so we kind of need a ride. And well, um, you know, I think Mr. Crawdaddy would be real mad at me if I didn't help out the local Cairn people. So here, and he just tosses you a pair of keys. Is like it's the company van, but you're welcome to use it while you're in town. Just give it back to me before you leave. Thank you, much appreciated. Um, the keys, like it's, it's the, there's a, like a, a cover over the key for the car, and it's just a giant cheese wedge. This is the Chuck E. Cheese van, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Good thing you got those dice. Yeah, right. Well, if y'all need any help, you let me know. I know that. Uh, I know that Mr. Daddy, sir, he'd be real mad at me if I wasn't, you know, keeping an eye on things. That's why he asked me to warn this place. Something about the basement. Is he aware, Crawdaddy, or aware, Crawdad? Yeah. No, Crawdaddy. Uh, you get the sense that Crawdaddy is aware of swords, but you don't know what kind. Are or are you asking? Are you asking Gus? I'm asking Gus, like, you call him Crawdaddy because he's a wear Crawdaddy? Or... No, that's his name. Given, born and given. When he came out the shoot, his mama said, your name Crawdaddy. Okay. And that's Maybe what he's been named this whole time. You know? And it, he might be lying about that. I never really thought too too long and hard about it now that you mention it. But you know what? He's always going to be Crawdaddy because that's who he is inside. He's the daddy of crawls. Oh my god. Sorry, Gus, what was that about the basement? Yeah, you mentioned the basement and... Oh yeah, that's where that, that's where he got all his underground tunnels to all of his businesses. I shouldn't have told you that. That's, that's <laughs> fine. We won't tell Carl anything. Please don't. I like to keep my skin. You like Disney World? He has an underground tunnel like the ones at Disney World? Yeah. yeah. He lets me live down there. It was real nice of him. He took me right out the swamps in Florida. There was some guy that was trying to ride me for like years and I don't mean in the fun way. Man, I'm glad he saved you. I miss the Everglades. So, anyway, uh, did you guys want anything? Like, I got some, I got some leftover pizza and like a couple of beers if you want. I you mean, said you went in town for that karaoke contest, right? Yes. Well, if you're interested, I happen to know that there's a couple of gossips over up at the Bank of America. I haven't been up there in a while, but they tend to have their like thumb on things. The pulse of things, and like they might actually be able to tell you exactly who, you, like, what kind of people you're going to be going up against. They're big fans of the Applebee co- uh, karaoke contest that we have once a year. It's kind of like a real big deal in this part of town. I'm not gonna lie, I tried out a couple of years ago, or I like try to compete, and I just I didn't make the grade. I'm, I, my my version of Sweet Caroline just it won't so sweet. He kind of looks sad and dejected, and he just kind of, like, looks down at the floor all forlorn. I do not know what to make of this person. (laughs) You you said you know some people who have information about the um, contest and the people who might be going up against, and possibly people who would judge it? Well, I don't know about the judges. It might still be Debbie. She's manager over at the Applebee's. Real sweet gal from Wisconsin. But uh, in terms of the contestants, there's a couple of people that have been buzzed around town. I can't remember their names. My brain don't work so good sometimes. But I know that Marge, and what was her name? Oh, God, it was a real good... Ethel. Marge and Ethel over at the at the, the uh, Bank of America. Bless their hearts. Sweet ladies. 
Love to gossip, though. Can't keep their mouth shut. I wouldn't understand that, though. Because, like, I mean, if you don't got much to say, you really shouldn't be talking. Like, but they just go on and on and on sometimes. And, like, lately they've been real into following this uh, this karaoke contest. And I think that if you guys want to win, which I don't know why you're so interested, but, hey, I got to root for my wear brothers and sisters and whatever's in between. So I think they'd be a good place to start if you want to go and, uh, See if you can better do some intel gathering. Otherwise, he kind of looks like he lost his train of thought for a second. And he just kind of looks down and goes, did y'all want a beer? You know what? I am too sober for this. Yes, I would love a beer. I raise my hand at the uh, sound of beer. Yeah, that sounds good. He just puts it like three or four cases of various beers on the counter. And there's like fresh chilled Guinness. There's... Uh, Killian's, there's some craft beers. He's like, I really like beer. They don't usually let me, uh, they, they stop letting me purchase it from the local supermarket because they kind of caught me, um, checking out some of the, the produce. Like, I was just squeezing them to see if they were ripe. And they told me I couldn't come back because it was making some of the female patrons, you know, a little uncomfortable. So sometimes I gotta slip in there at night, you know, as a teeny, teeny, teeny tiny baby gator and just like take some out. I can show you the tunnel if you like. And he looks really excited as he offers to show you his secret tunnel to beer. You know, sure, that sounds great. Doesn't it sound great, guys? Secret tunnel. Secret Secret tunnel. tunnel. (laughs) He's like, all right, follow me. And he, like, cracks open two beers and then chugs one without, like, even a second thought. And then he drinks the other one on his way over to the ball pit. Yeah, Yeah. uh, I do the same. I'm going to hold a beer up above my head stab the bottom of the, of the can with my pocket knife, and then pop the cap and shotgun it. <laughs> so he gets in, he goes, all right, hang on. I gotta, I gotta take care of something. He kind of, like, shakes himself into his, um, his not, his, like, his homage to Krino's form, the, the in-between. I don't remember if it's Glabro or Hispro, or Hispo, uh, but he shifts into that one, and he just kind of looks like a man with more reptilian features like he'd be re- like almost like he would be cheating at a professional swimming match uh. and he just dives in like a professional athlete and minutes pass before you hear this <laughs> the ball pit opens up and the balls filter down and then there's a staircase going down into uh, a basement fantastic I mean, I assume we're waiting for him to come back up before we go down there. You see a light turn on at the bottom, and he's just like, Come on down! I gotta go I dive in! Oh it's a staircase, there's nothing in there. I mean, I kind I of want him to dive down those anyway. Never mind. I do not dive in. <laughs> okay, thank you. Love how we're all just down to see you do that. <laughs> Damn it. Not this game. <laughs> all right. So you guys get down there, and, like, this guy clearly has a spark of, like, innocence about him, and that's the nicest way I know how to put it. He's a little off. And he's got, like, Pokemon posters all over his wall, and, like, Gravity Falls everywhere. Like, it seems like his favorite show in the world is Gravity Falls. Hey, it's a good show. And he, uh, he leads you guys down a hallway, and there's this massively reinforced door. And it it's got weird amounts of tech all over it. And there's this, uh, and he goes and he puts his hand, he, his hand changes back to Hamid form and he puts it on this, uh, 
this screen on there that scans his hand and he moves forward and it scans his retina and then he has to plug and then he plugs in a seven digit code and the door slowly opens as a cloud of like smoke comes from the the hydraulics that were holding this thing shut. Sigurd is not happy with what is all this shit? Well, Carl and Eddie don't like to take any chances, so it was more of keeping anything that found its way into the tunnel from coming in here and keeping anything that found its way to the door from going into the tunnel. It's like, I don't really understand entirely, but he said, only open this for myself and others of our tribe and where's from the Cairn and Y'all are from the Valley of Fire one. You're from the, the Wounded Wang Oasis, right? I didn't just open this up to the to a bunch of fucking Black Spiral Dancers. Oh, he gonna kill me! <laughs> if you're a bunch of Black Spiral Dancers, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. Sigurd uh, just, just pats right him on here. the head and said, we, we are from the Cairn. Do not worry. Oh, thank God. I don't want to die. I mean, at some point I will, but not today. Not for something so stupid. Damn it, guys. Get your damn head together. All we right. will not tell him. So if you just take this down and you walk it, or if you run it, depending on, it'll take you about 30 to 45 minutes to uh, get to the end. But if you only go in for like two minutes, there's going to be a ladder on your left. It'll be the second one you see. And you take that up, and it'll lead you right into the fridge underneath the local uh, supermarket. And where does right this tunnel completely lead? You know, I never followed it that far. It got too spooky, and I had to turn back. Really? Yeah, there's okay. some things down there I don't want to deal with. And there's Ooh. a door that... There's a door midway through, I think, that I don't I don't have access to. It's another one of these. Oh. So Crawdaddy probably doesn't want us to have access to that either. Yeah. yeah. He's a good man though. Works real close with the local sheriff's department. Likes to give them information on local goings on with with the Fomori and the vampires. Fomori. God. <laughs> but anyway, y'all uh, come back. I like y'all. You're real fun. Can, can I maybe, like, come over sometime? And can, can we, like, have a sleepover? I've never had one. I never really had a lot of friends. Are we Sigurd friends pats now? Him on the, Sigurd pats him on the head and says, I know not what a sleepover is, but sure. <laughs> awesome. So, like, you're, you're going to come back and hang out with me, right? Because, like... Absolutely. I got bunk beds, too, and Monopoly. I got I got the what's Zelda Monopoly? and the Mario Monopoly. What's, what's Monopoly? It's, it's, it's a board game. Yeah, what's a board game? Oh my god, I'm so excited. You, you're one of them loopies. Oh man, I can't wait to show you all my cool figurines. What's a figurine? Oh my god, I can't wait to teach you about figurines and Pokemon cards. I'm keeping y'all. Y'all want to go find the beer tunnel. All right, so remember, <laughs> second second ladder on the left. Y'all, and... And look out, because sometimes the local homeless fall down here, and I gotta clean up. So, I believe in y'all. You're my best friends. I can't wait to see you again. Sigurd pets take him care. over the head again, and says, yes, we will take care. We will be back. And just kind of tries to get everyone to go. <laughs> I'm just staring in stunned silence, and like, once he's out of earshot, I'm just gonna kind of look at everyone and be like, was that local hospitality? <laughs> you know, you know, I think it was. Vegas hospitality. Kaya takes another beer and shotguns it. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. You love us. I do love you all. <laughs> do we want to go down the creepy tunnel or do we want to go hot? Of course we want to go down the creepy tunnel. Cheese van. 
Where are we gonna go if we hop in the cheese van? Um, you said something about the bank? Oh, that's true. We do need to go. I guess we should go to the bank to at least follow that lead. Though I don't really know what we want to find out. So, so, do you guys go into the tunnel? I want to go in the tunnel. Yeah, I want to go in the tunnel. Yeah, why not? All right. So, if you guys take his directions, you come up in the, just like he said, the back cooler of a local supermarket that is on that street that I'm getting the name of right now. So, the Chuck E. Cheese's takes you up Route 612. It sounds like you're directly under North Nellis Boulevard. You pass into a couple of building, a couple of other ones, and you come to, uh, a lot of them are on your right, and you come up inside of the cooler in the Marketon supermarket. And it's a chain place that's pretty de- decent, but you're actually in, in their back storage facility in their cooler, in the walk-in cooler. So we definitely don't want to get caught back here. No, we definitely don't want to get caught back here. Like this is really cool to know. Yeah, but, but let's not like do anything about it for now. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's keep that on on our like on our list of things in do, case we get in trouble. Do we just want to go yeah. down a different tunnel, or do we want to? I mean, we're gonna get out. Of I want to keep going down the tunnel, see where it leads. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to explore this tunnel. Okay. All right, so you guys go back down underneath, and um, the next ladder you come to is on your is also on your left. Okay, who wants to go up this one? Sure, I'll do it. Okay. Um, it takes you, and you like you're able to move like a sewer grate, and you look up, and you are staring right at the Bank of America next door. Hey guys, I found the bank. Cool. Do we want to ask questions? Ask questions? The no, it's it's a it's across the street. Okay, but I thought we were still I, the I, for I I found the bank. We show up right well, like I I'm looking out at the bank from where the tunnel leads, but I found the bank. Do, uh, do you want to go to the bank? Do we need to go to the bank? I don't know. We mentioned that's where the, the next lead was. Uh, we need to talk to Ethel and Marge. So we can win a karaoke competition? Yeah, for money, so we can help Cypher fix the van. And I have a job. I mean, <laughs> Do you really I don't want to why he's not just sending a bill to my manager. I don't I don't have a job, but I mean you guys kinda helped me out of a rough situation, so I'm kind of willing to return the favor. Well there's probably like oh, yeah. Grandma, are we still Yeah, we're still I can't sing. I'm a terrible performer, but I'm willing to try. Oh, don't worry, guys. I got this. So, Gannon, you know from your years on the circuit that it's car- winning karaoke contests has very little to do with your singing abilities and everything to do with your stage presence and your ability to own the performance. So, even I'm if you're a... PC. What? I'm playing oh, no. the wrong PC for this. Even if you're a terrible singer, if you make it ridiculous and memorable it helps greatly towards success. That's fantastic. So yeah, he could totally win that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can all totally win that. We could come in as like a group or something. I don't know. We can, we can figure out the, the logistics of this later. But right now, let's keep exploring this spooky tunnel. Yeah, spooky tunnel. You guys aren't going to go into the bank and get your info? Yeah, we should probably go into the bank and get our info. Who wants to go with me and talk to Marge and Ethel? You know, we should send the two pretty boys to do that. So let's go. All right. 
So Sigurd and um, Ganon are going to go in. Are you guys going to wait for them outside, or are you going to keep exploring the tunnel? I mean, I was going to go in with them, but I think they can handle it by themselves. So I guess I'll just explore the tunnel. Okay. okay. Um, don't go too far without us, little What? I said don't go too far without us, little one. I mean, I'll help Cress and I guess Kaya. I guess Kaya. Wow. No, she, she didn't say anything, so that's why I wasn't I, sure. I just shotgun two beers. Oh, great, let's go. Okay, so oh my God. Cress, Nessa, and Kaya are going to go search the tunnel. and the other It ends ten feet down through. with another reinforced door that has a computer lock code on it. A uh, retinal scan. Oh, not a... Oh, God. Yeah, a, re- a retinal retina scan and a uh, hand scan, as well as a uh, very sinister-looking device that you're not sure what it does. Um, so... Jake is going to go and take Callie for a walk, uh, mm-hmm. so we can do the bank now. Alright, so you guys, Secret and Ganon go into the bank. And it's obvious that the air conditioning isn't working right now, and they just have a couple of box fans going. I'm so sorry. Um, and it's two little old white ladies behind the counter, and they're just lightly fanning themselves. Uh, one of the, they both look to be in their mid-60s. White hair. Very much like they probably are are rather well-fed. And they're just kind of like... They don't notice you at first. And uh, Bar, uh, one of them says, You know, Ethel... I'm sorry, let me get a different voice. You know, Ethel, I just... I'm so excited that we're going to keep our date for tonight because that means that... We get to see another karaoke contest. Isn't that wonderful? Ethel, I don't give arms. Marge, can you shut the fuck up about this stupid karaoke contest for two goddamn seconds? I would really like to just not think about anything and not hear your stupid fucking voice for five minutes, you goddamn yammering cow. Oh my god. Oh, Ethel, you're just, you're so funny. I miss you sometimes. So you're coming with me tonight, right? I don't know about you, but my money's on Tom. Ever since his wife left him, he's really gotten into this into those those sad songs. He just he just puts so much so much heart into him. It almost wants to break yours. There's a couple of things on you I'd like to break, you bitch. So are they like? Do they look alike at all? Like maybe nope. they're like, nope. The one, uh, the Ethel looks like she, uh, like she kind of gives off this, um, hey, does Secret have anything about, like, sharp senses or being able to smell things better? Uh, give me one second. Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, Ethel reeks of cigarettes. Reeks of cigarettes. Um, she looks like she's spent a lot of time outside. Her skin is sun-weathered. Um, she's dressed a little bit more plainly, whereas Marge, um, her skin is like that really uncomfortable, taut, and smooth that you see on some elderly people. And she's a little Gosh. chubbier in the face, and she seems like she's um, she she dresses up more, like she she wears a lot of accessories and bright colors. So, uh, which one do you want to take? Uh... The nice sounding lady. <laughs> sure. You you go handle that. Just don't hit her. 
Listen, that was a one-time thing. That's all I request, is you don't hit the old lady. No matter how annoying she becomes, because I can tell she's going to get annoying. I'm going to walk up to the one that doesn't reek of cigarette smoke. Okay, that's Marge. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, hello there, ma'am. How are you? Oh, are you cute? Um, your rage score is five, right? Yes. She she looks at you, and at first she smiles, but as you get closer, she kind of, like, flinches a little. And she goes, uh, uh, y- y- yes, yes, sir. H- h- how are you today? Can we help with one of your accounts? Oh, sweetie. I just kind of, like, stare at her and just be like, and just kind of go, Oh, no, I I actually was wandering by and I heard you all talking about the karaoke contest. There's karaoke? I love that. I, yes, there's, there's a karaoke contest. Um, were you interested, sir? Uh, you might want to inquire at the, at the local a- a- Applebee's. Um, uh, uh, Debbie down there can probably, um, sign you up. Ma'am, is someone uh, harassing you? Can I do something to help? Uh, what? Why would you? Why would you think that someone's harassing me? Why would you? Well, why, ma'am, why, you're you're stammering like someone might have a gun pointed into your back, and if that's the case, then oh, I need did to. Did you just say you have a gun? Ethel, he has a gun! Oh my god! Brendan, oh, what did you do? Brendan, I need you to roll something. You need to roll. Um. Why do you do this to me? Because, because it's, I can't help it. It just happened. Uh, okay. How are you going to, to, uh, give me something role play wise that would calm her down in some way? Show her your Instagram. Oh, that's full of medical porn. (laughs) The other part of it. Secret, are you going to help him out with this? Um... I am just going to slowly walk up and say, ma'am, are you alright? Wait, wait, wait. I have animal magnetism. Does that work? Oh my god. Alright. I'm gonna need you to flirt with this old bitch. Oh my god. I'm gonna need you to put on your best swath. Me or Brendan? I need Brendan. He has animal magnetism. And this woman is intimidated. So, how are you gonna? How are you going to seduce this little old bitty in her sixties out of pressing the panic button? I'm gonna just lean lean on my shoulder and kind of give her the the dark and dangerous eyes and be like, "Ma'am, what are you doing there? We're all just stranger danger, stranger danger." I was just seeing if I was just seeing if I could save you from this life of boredom, ma'am. Oh my god. She just kind of looks at you. And her eyes kind of go a little bit wide. What? I wink! Oh my god. She, uh, like, Ethel looks like she's gonna go go for the, uh, for the panic button, and Marge grabs her hand and goes, Wait! This dashing band. Hi there, honey. Um, what kind of life are you offering me? Because, and she starts, like, pulling on the, um, the, on her shirt and, like, 
kind of like fanning herself with her own shirt. <laughs> and she's just like, I, um, I've never, uh, <laughs> what's your name? You're cute. Have fun, Brendan. And she just kind of puts her hand on her chin and leans forward. Quick, give a fake name. Do it. Fake uh, name. I'm, my name's Robert Thornton. Robert Thornton? Mm, that's, I love your accent. Where are you from? I'm from Europe. Oh, I've always wanted to go. So, does your wife know that you're here, cutie? She doesn't have to know that I'm here. Uh, oh, you are bad, aren't you? Oh, so what can I help you with today? Why, well, couldn't help but overhear you talking about the karaoke contest. I was thinking about entering, but I don't know what flies around here. Can you give me a little bit of a heads up about what works to woo the crowds? Woo ladies like... You? Marge, you dumb son of a bitch. Oh, shut up, Ethel. He likes me, not you. So why don't you go back to your own corner, you cranky old crone? So you were saying? She kind of looks back at you and she goes, So, um, there are a few guys, or a few contestants, that you probably should be looking out for. Um, there's, uh, there's Tom Cardell on the down low. His wife just left him for a younger woman. And he just hasn't been the same, the poor sweet puppy. So if he gets a chance to sing any kind of brokenhearted love song, you're done, honey. He's going to just wreck everything for you. Because almost all of the judges are women, and they are just going to melt right in their seats. Ugh. I know I do. Oh, poor Tom. So <laughs> I just... Because we have a mute, I have to say this thing because I just needed it recorded. So I told I told Brendan, I was like, so sh you should uh, make a comment to her. It's like, oh, I don't know why he would ever leave someone for a young woman. Older women are just, just, they're not older. They're just more experienced. They're just like a fine wine that's aged. <laughs> and fucking Jake's um, <laughs> Jake just like, just take the seducer and take her back into the store. And I was like, yeah, just take her back into a closet and knock her out and not deal with her anymore. <laughs> Didn't I just say, please don't hit the woman? I made a promise! <laughs> he did make a promise. I'm actually really proud of you, Brendan. You're dealing with one of the more annoying PCs that I've come up with. <laughs> and so she just kind of bats her eyes at you and goes, Oh, um, so, and then there's a couple that plays. Um, they're a little bit older, and I think one of them... Um, oh, they always sing some kind of um, some kind of duet together, and they're they play off of each other really, really well. I think their names are like, oh yeah, it's Henry and Harriet. They've been together forever. How can I get, how can I forget them? Because you're a bird brain bitch. That's why you stupid gun. I like that one. I will deal with that one. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, Henry and Harriet have been together ever, and um, they usually, they sing duets, usually golden oldies, so I think they won two years ago, and then they stepped up their game. 
If they show up in matching costumes, you're done because that means they have a dance number prepared. And they've been taking some classes down at the rec center. And I'm telling you, for an older man, Henry has really got his got his some good legwork. And if he leads, you're done. I do some very um, but- revealing stretches and go, you mean like <laughs> this? Stretching. Oh, I like just like put my legs up. All, I just put like my leg up on on the counter and like show how flexible oh I am. That thing is like at my like chest height for most bangs. This is like four feet kitchen. off the ground. Counter the counter. Oh, I need you to do this line for me real quick. What line? Fucking god, what are you doing? All I'm hearing is cackling and. Brendan screaming no. And yeah. I assume that Britt and Christina are dead. Probably. I'm so glad you guys didn't decide to go back to the cairn. With uh <laughs> with my leg put up on the counter. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> on the Yes, no, on the counter. That's where they're at. They're, it's at the counter of the bank. Do you remember what the ba- the counter looks like, like at our bank? bank? Do you know how tall a counter at a bank is? It's yes, like I'm very head. flexible. Okay, roll me. Roll me your dex and athletics to do this, big man. Five. Uh, Difficulty six. Okay, what what was what were you saying, Jake? I'm dex five, athletics three. I'm very flexible per my character sheet. Okay. Difficulty six. Please don't die. Okay. One, two, five. Three successes. Okay, you do it. It does seem a little more painful than it should, because you're stiff from not sleeping. <clears throat> so with my leg put up and sh- and sh- showing off to her, I'm going to just be like, can any of them do this? And then kind of stretch out my back leg, kind of <laughs> show it off, like making my pants stretch. <laughs> She stares at the crotch of your pants. Would you like a little captain in you? And she goes, oh my. Hey, uh, Ethel, my ship's over. Um, you and I, she looks to, she looks again and go, you're coming with me, little man. I'm going to show you a real good time. I'm going to show you what we like to call a nooner. And she just looks at you. And for a second, if you didn't know that this was not a werewolf, you would swear she has a rage rating because the look she's giving you is predatory. You are just, you are just good enough to eat. Please God, get her out of here. Just go bone somewhere else. I don't want to have to listen to this. What? Is she she a were cougar? No, she's just a fucking cougar. I was going to say, sounds like a cougar to me. She comes around from behind, like, the reinforced Yeah, I bet she does. And, god damn it, she walks around through the reinforced Uh. door that's meant to protect her, and she grabs your arm with the weird amount of strength and goes, I'm, you know what? I know of a place real close by. My apartment's not but a block, and my husband won't be home for four hours. We've got plenty of time, cutie. Have fun! Sacred, sacred, save me, save me, save me! Um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, ma'am, 
but uh, I, I kind of <sighs> need him. Uh, she oh. drops his arm and looks at you and puts a hand on your chest and goes, oh my my, aren't you just a brick of just sexual energy? Woo! You both coming together? Or do you want to go together? Or do you want to just come to my place together? Uh, my dear my, my dear lady, as we would love to go back to your place with you. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Sigurd, Sigurd, I appreciate the save, but I've got this, actually. Are you sure? I'm, I'm absolutely positive. Ma'am, as okay. much as it would just fill me with... Oh, God. But I'm the one who wants to get filled. Oh, I know, ma'am. But if I pull a muscle pleasing you, however will I beat Tom in the karaoke contest? She just kind of spans herself and she goes, but have you ever been with a woman who can take her teeth out? You're going to make me throw up. Oh, God. Is gagging in the other room. <laughs> can I just say <laughs> internal screaming? <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. There's external screaming, too. Orange, get your whore ass over here before I report you for sexually harassing the other customers. God damn, you stupid bitch. Why don't you go in the back and count money and just deal with your own damn shit? If you don't leave this nice man alone, I'll lock you in the safe and just laugh as I watch the cam cameras while your air supply runs out, you goddamn piece of shit. She's kind of turns to, uh, to Ethel and goes, You know, that was really hurtful. <sighs> but, whatever, I'm sleeping with the branch manager, so... You're not going anywhere with this company. No one's going anywhere with this company, you dumb bitch. He's been sleeping with you because he knows that you're easy and he doesn't want to deal with his wife. I don't know why he wants to deal with you because you never shut the fuck up. But why don't you go into the back and call him because I don't want to watch this shit anymore. Gentlemen, if you want to come over here and talk, I'm more than willing to do so. So long as this dumb bitch gets out of my face. I'm just going to slightly... Uh, skirt my way over to the uh, older Valkyrie over there uh, and say, hello. You have uh, quite quite the tongue on you, huh? Well, yeah. I never I really learned how to use a filter, but after working with Marge for the past five years, I have whatever one I had left is gone. That goddamn bird brain bitch. I appreciate your frankness. Yeah. So you guys want to win this karaoke contest? We do. Oh, I wanted to talk. They don't want to talk to you, goddammit. Go in the back. No one wants you here. Well, fine then. She just goes into the back room and locks the door and slams it. You hear light weeping from the back. Finally. Peace and quiet. All right. You guys want to know about that karaoke contest? Yes. Yes. All right. If Thompson is a sad song, you're fucked. He's got so much brokenness in that man, he might actually still be pining after Debbie, the owner of the Applebee's. She's one of the judges. You can tell in his eyes when he's saying he's looking at her. It's kind of obvious. I think he wants more of a a real woman after the last one left him for another girl. Poor man. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can match him, sad. Well, I think one of his kids is sick, and he's trying to get the money to uh to pay for her operation. But my wife and children are dead. I'm pretty uh, sure I can match him on the sadness. Yeah, that's pretty rough. But you might be able to get him to drop out. But 
You're going to have to find a real good way to convince him. I, again, I'd talk to Debbie, who's the person who owns the bar. Uh, Harriet, or Her Henry and Harriet, they've been together forever. They don't really need the money. They just want to get their... Alright, so, Harriet and Henry, they've been together forever. They don't really need the money. They're retired and happy, and they've, they're just... They're very, very comfortable with each other, but I think they're saving up to get an RV so they can travel the country. Uh, like Birdbrain was saying, they, uh, they, they, if they do any kind of dancing, you're screwed. Now, you can fucking, uh, what's her name? Oh, man, what was her name? The girl that was the ice skater that broke the other girl's leg. What was that name? Seriously, out of character, what was that name? I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I, I don't know, I don't remember the name. Jake, the documentary on Netflix. I, sorry, I don't know. Jake does, does know. know. Which one? Describe oh, it. The the 80s trashy blonde chick ice skater. Oh yeah, Tanya Harding. Oh. I mean, you can always Tanya Harding them. You can uh, you could go up and like take out one of their bones. It won't take much. They're pretty fucking brittle. But like, that's if you just want to be sociopaths about it. You could probably, you know, they really really like ski ball. Like maybe if you could get them a way in to like play more skee-ball, because I think that they don't really have the funds to, like, play as often as they'd like. Because I know that that's kind of, like, their favorite pastime. That, and they love playing Pokemon Go. So anything Pokemon-related, they're pretty they're pretty much about, they're pretty chill for a pair of old birds. And, uh, Ethel just kind of takes a sip of her coffee. She goes, and, uh, let's see. Oh, and there's that new guy that moved to town. I don't know much about him, but, uh, he just moved in, I think, yesterday. So, whatever he's doing, you gotta watch out for, because I can't really help you much on that. Um, if you see, there's this, there's this one girl, this one girl, she's got a voice like an angel. But if she does anything, Mariah Carey, fucked. However, I will say this, she won't sing without her lucky necklace. Anything else I can do for you boys? Um... Anything we can do to secure a position that does not involve breaking someone's legs or stealing their shit. Well, you could talk to him. Try to convince him. Or you can mess with, you might be able to get away with messing with the music order. Have them have the wrong song come up. Most people who sing karaoke, they start for these this competition, they start practicing months in advance. I guess they don't go to bars much. Well, a lot of people around here don't really like the life on the strip. They don't like the glitz and the glamour. They just kind of wanted to move further out, have a nice place to raise their kids, and still have the convenience of going to, like, some shows now and then and seeing some good restaurants. All right, well, um, thank you, ma'am, for your time. Anytime, this boys. Was very helpful. Yeah. Uh, is there something we could do for you in return? Yeah. Um, can you help me get Ethel into the fucking... Or can you help me get Marge into the safe? Because I really never want to hear her speak again. That seems very unethical. Ugh, damn, you rat. Ugh. Well, Do you know, I, I, wanted to lock her in the safe? Yes. That's perfect. The, the old lady, like, Ethel fucking hates Marge and wants her dead. She's like, alright, well, my grandson's really into this, this show called Rick and Morty. I've been trying to find him, like, a hoodie or something that he could wear. 
you know where you can find one. I I really appreciate it. Uh, really we actually like do for my for my for my grandson. You do. That would wait. Be, that would be hold really on. nice. Oh wait, no. I already said that uh, Sigurd likes cartoons. Addicted to them. Uh, yes, I do. In fact, know exactly where we can find one of those. Well, if you guys are going to be at the Applebee's tonight, I, I, I'll be there too, drinking to forget Fantastic. that Marge exists. Fantastic. We will we will work on getting you one of those. You worked some good boys. I I hope that you know whatever faith you got, it smiles down on you. Thank you. Odin is very wise to bring us here. Yeah. <laughs> And like she just kind of looks at you and just grins a little bit and go and uh, says something like, "I always preferred Loki. He always spoke to me a little bit more. I'm more of a chaotic soul. One of these days, I'm gonna rob this place blind. Please don't tell my boss I said that, but I just had to get it out." And he kind and she just kind of smiles at you and goes, "All right, boys, you run along before." Marge decides to come out and not take no for an answer. Because if that happens, I can't stop myself from b punching her in her stupid fucking face. Well, uh, we simply ask that you just don't cause a scene while we're here. There's cameras everywhere. I'm fucked if I do. So don't okay. worry. Okay, good. I won't That's do anything. Probably a good, good thing. Uh, yeah, thank you again for your help. And we'll Anytime. see about getting that Rick and Morty hoodie. Alright, boys, take care now. Thank you. Um, so those um, of you who are in the tunnel, I'm gonna switch over to you real quick. Oh, hang on, sorry. Uh, Ganon and Sigurd, is there anything you want to do before you before you leave? Um, in the shower? Before you... What? You in, you're you in a bank. Oh my god. Brendan, did you just zone out? No, he feels dirty. He oh. feels very dirty because you made him flirt with a disgusting old cougar. In his defense, I was feeding him some lines. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, every time you have ever listened to Jake on ad, uh, for in-character advice, it has always bitten you in the ass. That is absolutely correct. I need to stop. <laughs> you know? I thought you would have learned by now, but he's real convincing sometimes. So, <clears throat> you guys leave the bank. Um... And so I'm going to switch over to the group that's down in the tunnels.
Hi everybody, Brendan here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'd like to thank Lost European for the use of our theme song at the beginning. Other music in this episode was provided by The Zombie Dandies, Jazar, The Lemming Shepherds, and Citizen X. You can find us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost for myself and GM Crow One for Julia. If you like what you heard, give us a share and a like as it helps us get out there to more people. Also, I realize that my whole schedule is super off. From now on, I'm going to be releasing Let the Good Dice Roll on Sundays and games as I finish editing them. From everyone here with A Pair of Dice Lost, have a great week and we'll catch you next time with Mage. I'll let you my friend.